Hi, I'm Sabrina Stegian, CEO and co-founder of 4AM Skin. My name's Jade Beglin, one of the co-founders of 4AM Skin. And what I love about beauty is that you can come to it as you are and be unapologetically yourself. From New York City, you're listening to Beauty Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. Hi, this is Mimi Banks with Beauty Is Your Business. We have the founders of 4AM Skincare with us. We have both Sabrina and Jade. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. We're so happy to be here. We're really glad to have you today. And most of all, want to learn more about 4AM Skincare and your unique story, how it came to be. Yeah, definitely. I think I've always been the kind of skincare and beauty obsessed one of the two of us. I, like so many people I'm sure can relate to this, had skin problems as a kid, really bad hormonal acne. I suffered with melasma as a teenager, so a lot of hormonal skin darkening. And I went into my mom's medicine cabinet and tried to take all the things, all her La Mer, and slowly realized that that actually wasn't going to fix my skin problems. And I was just wasting her $300 creams. So one day she said, okay, Sabrina, let's go to a dermatologist. Let's figure out what's going on for you. And I just got really invested in skincare and how to heal my skin, you know, the ingredients behind it, the treatments behind it, and really dove deep into that healing myself. And then I went to Georgetown and I was pre-med and I really wanted to go down the path of dermatology. And while I was in college, I also built kind of this community talking about skincare. I think everyone was really beauty obsessed with, you know, the contour and the Kardashians and 2014 and things like that. And I wouldn't stop talking about skincare. And I think because I was one of the few people that was really so hyper obsessed with skincare, I built this niche and I had this 14-step skincare routine that I had built for myself. I was working with all these brands, and, you know, I was still in college. In your 20s. Right, in my 20s. And I was doing all the anti-aging things that, you know, I probably didn't need, but so many brands were selling me this vision of, you know, in order to have a good skincare routine, you need all these steps, right? And I barely had any acne on my face anymore. I cured it with my dermatologist, and I felt like I needed all these things in order to be that influencer in skincare. And if I strayed away from it, then I would lose my brand and I would lose the content to talk about almost. And I was in college. I was going out a lot. I was having fun with my friends. I would be in the library until late. And every time I'd come home, I would just think, oh, like this is such a pain for me. You know, I don't want to do these 12 steps. But that was the brand that I had developed for myself. And you're communicating that with your 12 steps. Exactly. It was kind of crazy to me because I had thought to myself, well, I'm preaching something that is not really that realistic. It's probably not even doing anything more for my skin, these 10-step routines, all these masks that I had accumulated for myself. But I felt this weird, almost pressure to keep it up because that was what the skincare industry was telling me that I needed to do. And all my friends would come to me for advice and I would always tell them, this is good for you, you need to do this. And so I really felt like I needed to keep up this kind of image almost that I had built for myself. And I think really one conversation that I had with Jade kind of changed my mind that this wasn't really realistic and it didn't need to be the case. And what I was preaching almost wasn't realistic for girls in their 20s. And I'll let Jade even talk more about her background and kind of how we came to 4am from my excess and her minimalism almost. Right. So you have this community 
of people that are following you for your 14 steps while you're in college and diagnosing yourself and through your studies at the same time. Exactly. And then over it because now you're going out and you can't keep up with what you started. Over it. Over it. And in walks Jade. Yeah. And so we had met at college at Georgetown. I was two years above though. So I went to New York. I worked in finance. I had a very kind of super hectic schedule, but also was very much even once I got to New York, very much work hard, play hard mentality. I wanted to meet as many people as possible, but also like I did have a very stressful job where I was up super early and staying there late and et cetera. And I would always go to Sabrina and say, hey, like, especially now that I was making money, what's the one thing I should get? Like I'm breaking out. What do I need? What's the answer here? And she would always come back with, okay, here's all these different types of things. This is just not realistic. I just know I'm not even going to do that. The question was always, what's the one thing I can do? And so I think how 4AM really started was us realizing that even though we were coming from really different perspectives, especially on skincare, it's a kind of crazy that before 4AM, like I was very minimal with my skincare. I almost didn't want to do it. It was always very daunting to me. So we realized, even though we were coming from such different knowledge backgrounds around skin, et cetera, that we actually both wanted the same thing and also felt like we weren't seeing it in the current offering. So there's real white space. I mean, that's like when you know you have a real solution is that the fact that there's something that's actually missing. Exactly. And I think the big thing for me was I would always think to myself, well, you know, there are so many things that you need for your skin. And I really wanted these effective formulas and effective things that could actually help heal your skin and change your skin. And I felt like you needed all of these steps, but there wasn't ever a brand that was combining it all into one and making it easy. I think all-in-one products have been typically marketed towards men because apparently they're the only ones with busy lives nowadays. But we wanted to really say, okay, you know, luxury and good skincare can still be easy. I mean, especially in 2021 when we launched, I feel like Amazon Prime is just a tax nowadays that everyone has. You don't even think about it. And we wanted to almost bring that idea to skincare where effective, good luxury skincare can still be easy and it doesn't have to be daunting. And I think really for us to, when we thought about starting the brand and starting 4AM, it was this place, like you said, that we were making a product for ourselves almost, something that we wanted. And we joked right when we launched that, okay, if we don't sell any product, it'll be fine because I created so much of my favorite skincare and I'm going to use it every day. So it's fine even if we don't sell a single bottle because I'll be happy that I filled the white space for myself. And I really think that any product that resonates with consumers comes out of a space of a need. And because we were just so authentic and passionate about the brand and the product, I feel like other people kind of hung on to that. And, and we're like, Oh, yeah, this seems to be something that I want to, which is great. And we've seen it resonate with people, which is amazing. I think the best products come out of a need. People think that there's a need, but the best products come out of a real need. I mean, if you're saying that you had a 12 step skincare routine, and then Jade's like, okay, just give me the basics. I think I'm on team Jade right now. I prefer the basics rather than the complication, but I want the effects of the 12 scare. I want to pretend that I'm using it, but who has the time? Exactly. And I think the thing was too, is when I even dove deeper into dermatology research, and currently I'm in medical school at Georgetown on the path to study dermatology, and I'm actually taking a year to really dive even deeper into derm research, but I had realized that more is not better. And there are so many brands that are really pushing these high active, you know, multi-step routines. And when we really came to the formulations of 
4am and we came out with, for the listeners who don't know our products, we came out with a single rise and a single rest serum to kind of take the place of an entire routine that has all the actives that you know and love, like hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, niacinamide. And then we have these powerful actives that actually go in to mitigate kind of effects of a modern lifestyle on your skin. And I think we can go into that and how that relates to the branding a bit later, but we really were also not seeing in skincare brands talking to a consumer about why they really need this product. It was like, okay, like you need a vitamin C, but it's like, why? You need a niacinamide. Well, what's that going to do for my skin? We said, okay, here we are young millennials, older Gen Zs, living in cities, going out, drinking alcohol in the face of air pollution, things like that, not eating enough vegetables, not drinking enough water. We're going to find active ingredients that go in to kind of mitigate how those processes could affect your skin. So we found actives that go in and take away the harmful effects of alcohol on your skin, on air pollution on your skin. So basically one of the main ingredients in both the Rise and the Rest Serum that we love and a lot of the science is really based around is a circadian rhythm resynchronizer. And I'm sure you've heard of circadian rhythms with like melatonin and things like that in sleep. But what's so interesting is actually your skin has its own circadian rhythm that affects the normal processes and functions. And what we've found basically is we're constantly in front of our screens. Jade and I actually joked the other day about how our screen times are basically 24 hours a day. But, you know, we go from laptop to phone to TV in our modern lives and you know, as the sun goes down, your skin, it's looking at blue light, might think it's still daytime. So it might not be doing enough processes like DNA repair at night or certain oil secretion pathways. So really trying to find these modern ingredients to try and fix those processes. So the one that we found is called Lesdeba Capitata. I wish there was a better name for it. Maybe in the future, we'll trademark a better name for the ingredient, but it goes into basically resynchronize that circadian rhythm. So you can scroll on your phone until 4am, but it thinks that it's still nighttime. So really trying to heal these underlying processes that kind of mess up our skin just by living basically normal, regular, modern lives, and then putting it all into just two bottles, easy enough to just swipe on in 30 seconds and get out of your bathroom and run to that 9am meeting. That's incredible. I think that also consumers now are smarter than ever, specifically when it comes to ingredients. And I think that you mentioned some really important ingredients like niacinamide and vitamin C and hyaluronic acid, which are super hot. And so those are kind of powerhouse ingredients and you're able to put that all in one product or even two products. That's incredible. Yeah, the stability testing was one of the most important things for us, especially with both stability on how your skin would react to it. So everything's formulated for very sensitive skin. We wanted the actives to be at a low enough dose to work synergistically with each other to be able to perform the best on your skin. And we have a very slow is fast approach. We wanted to heal skin barriers, heal underlying processes of skin, instead of just kind of stripping off skin barriers and revealing, yes, this new baby skin that we see sometimes with these really harsh peels, but over the long term, that can really show other problems down the line when you don't have that healed skin barrier and really taking care of the skin with lower actives. So that was definitely something that we took into consideration over, I guess it was what, two years of testing Jade, right? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of crazy how long it took us to, I think also COVID and stuff made things really hard. The lab can't come in. You can't, that's not really something you can do from home. What happened now? So you have this community that's doing 12 step routines and now they have one single AM product, one single PM product. What was the reaction? I think it was a good reaction. We launched almost at a perfect time. People were starting to leave their houses from COVID. This was July of 2021. People's social calendars were busier than ever. And it felt like everyone was out and everyone was doing something at all times. And 
it was almost this perfect marriage of people during COVID had become so knowledgeable about skincare because they were at home and they were able to learn and try things. But when people's social calendars got busier and were going out and said, okay, I'm not going to stay home on a Friday night and do my face mask, they were looking for these alternatives that still held up to their skincare routine that they had developed over COVID, but now fit with their post-pandemic lives. Which is actually incredible timing. And I think you're not wrong that people are also looking for solutions and post COVID, they have less time maybe also than they had to do their 12 step skincare. But I also think that you now, I would presume as a thought leader within your community or a trusted influencer that they would listen to what your advice is now. And specifically because you're in school and studying this at the same time. Yeah, I definitely think that's a huge part of the brand. Even on our, our website, you know, we have science first, brand second. And I think we have such a strong brand as well. I think 4am is about this almost post wellness rebellion of you can go out, you can have fun, but you can still have good skin and good skincare. And we're just trying to give you good solutions for your skin and your life. But really, as someone who is so ingrained in the day to day science and the research and dedicating my life to bettering the field of skincare and dermatology, that is something that will always come first. And Jade and I, when we were formulating this, that was one of the biggest things that was the most important was we don't put any fluff into the products, no dyes for marketing, no coloring. We have a huge creed of, you know, things we didn't want in the product because they could potentially cause allergens for people. And we didn't want fragrance and we wanted it to be vegan and cruelty free and everything with that. And then we also wanted, like I said, these new modern active ingredients that are continuously being researched and tested and these really new innovative kind of groundbreaking formulations just because I'm so interested in pushing the skincare industry forward and really figuring out what can we do to fix our skin and keep it easy at the same time. And that's incredible. And where can people find 4AM Skin now if they want to purchase it? Because I know, I mean, I have some at home and now I even want to put it on right now, even after talking to you, but I'm sure other, you've piqued curiosity in others. Where can they find it if they want to get some? Yeah, it's just at 4amskin.com, the number 4amskin.com. Yeah, and we're also sold at 13 Loon, which is actually, we knew when we first started, since our brand is so new, and we also have such a specific point of view, and like we want to be able to educate our customers about who we are. Although most people would say, oh, my biggest dream would be like to immediately launch in Sephora as quickly as possible, especially since we don't have a huge product range. We're really focused on like our hero products. We want people to know what they're buying when they're buying it and can have almost been familiar with the brand, which is why we have the D2C focus kind of as number one. But we also acknowledging that it is helpful to have almost the backing or not the backing, but just know that it's this is a brand that other people know and carry. And so we launched as well with 13loon.com, their beauty e-retailer, but what they're really focused on is BIPOC-owned brands. So us as a female-founded brand of minority women, that was really important to us that when we did kind of branch out to retailers who weren't our own, they were still telling our story in some way. That's incredible and super important these days is to have strong partners who can help convey your story in the right way. Exactly. So now what's next? You have two incredible products. What's going to happen in the future? What's your vision? So I think something that is really awesome is that Jade and I and 4AM have been on this almost wellness crusade for the past two years of really just having fun and talking about how you don't need to go on hikes and drink green juice in order to have a good skincare routine. I think 
me being so placed in this niche a couple years ago and feeling like I needed to be this person in order to have a good skincare routine. I wanted it to totally be the opposite for the brand. So we've really tried to just have fun with the brand and say, you can go out, you can do things, you can drink, you can do whatever you want, basically. And we're just going to give you good skincare. And we're the kind of a no judgment zone to the brand. And I think what that has led us to is kind of these innovative and different partnerships. We actually partnered with Patron Tequila for our launch. We made these coffee and cocktail sets to go with our Rise and Rest serums. And that was really fun. And then we've also been recently partnering with 818, which is Kendall Jenner's tequila. And we threw a party with them back in November. It was this a late night early mornings concept with them because they're also all about like straight tequila and you, you don't have a hangover the next day basically is what they say if you drink their tequila but I think we're going to continue to have these fun partnerships that really bring our community together in a way that's not just the skincare and really try to push this lifestyle aspect behind the brand and change the narrative and beauty that we've seen so much that you have to already be perfect basically to be a part of skincare and we really want to try to drive that narrative in the opposite direction and say you can come to skincare however you want to you know we're not here to judge you and if you don't go for a hike at 7 a.m in malibu that's fine i definitely don't do that I definitely wake up with a Joe's pizza on my bedside table and swipe on some 4 a.m. and rush to, I don't know, a coffee with a friend. But I think that's definitely something that we want to do is continue to really push not only the products, but the narrative that's really behind the brand and have this different conversation in wellness. Yeah. And I think, too, it's been interesting. I know we've talked about the science a lot for a big portion of this so far, but testing out what messages have really worked with our community, it's been really interesting. It has been like exactly what Sabrina is talking about is, oh, you don't have to be perfect. You can go out and still have good skin messaging. That's kind of resonated really well. It's really funny because at the beginning when we were starting our 4 a.m., it was kind of right when TikTok was becoming a bigger thing. And we were like, we're not going to get on TikTok. It's just not our vibe. Our products are so much research, et cetera, that we didn't want to be some just trendy, super young feeling brand. We have really quality products and like our packaging we think is next level, et cetera. But what has been so interesting is that every time we post on TikTok, like people really eat it up and it's really this messaging of you don't have to be perfect. The party girl's fun and people like to be her. So associating ourselves with that is like something that, and we want to kind of continue to connect with that community there as well. And TikTok is actually really good for education and skincare. People purchase off of TikTok. The TikTok made me buy it trend. It was huge during COVID. A lot of skincare brands blew up because of TikTok. And I think to your point, the educational part is really important because some people think, oh, I'm a party girl or I'm this or, oh, I'm too young. I don't need to pay attention. And I think what you're doing is demystifying some of the myths about skincare or the do's and don'ts or, you know, from Sabrina's 12 step to two steps or even one. And the reason why I think that's super interesting. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, like you said, on TikTok, there was kind of this super, super medical ingredient focused aspect to the, you know, TikTok maybe buy this and a lot about the brand specifically. And it's funny because even on our TikTok, we've noticed that people are picking up more on the story side of it. And 
when we combine it kind of with the ingredients and saying, hey, like this is the vision for the brand and this is why we chose the ingredients and this is exactly what we're doing to kind of heal your skin, um, people are really picking up on that. So it's been fun. Jade and I actually, for the first time, I felt like a mini celebrity. I, I got screamed at at a party. Oh, 4 a.m. girl. Oh, no way. <laughs> I saw your TikToks. I follow you guys on TikTok. I'm like, oh, this is fun for us. But I definitely think that that's a huge community now that we've really built out. And that's something that we weren't thinking at the beginning that we wanted to really go into at all. But we posted a random video. It was actually for the Patron launch. You know, we had partnered up with Patron. We had convinced them basically to do this collaboration with us, which was amazing as a new brand who had no one had heard of us yet. And the funniest part was we were like, okay, we have this really cool collaboration who are we going to send this to? How are we going to convince people for us to send this to them? And we posted on TikTok saying, is this your aesthetic? Do you like to go out? Do you not like complicated skincare routines? Can we please send you product? Anyone who resonates with this message, can we send you a, a package? And I remember within like three hours or something like that, it had thousands and thousands of comments no and hundreds of thousands of views it was also the week of our launch where we were also planning like an editor event and things like that and we had to go through I think like 5,000 dms on wow. the 4am account of people saying oh my god I need this brand this is so cool I've never seen anything like this so I think from that we were like wow tiktok really really does something Although TikTok can also be an emotional roller coaster because that exact TikTok. So I think after a little over 24 hours of it being up, I think it was at like 300K or something views and it got taken down. And it was like we had basically posted within the TikTok a ton of like different inspo photos of like, is this your vibe? And one of them was actually an old Tom Ford ad where someone was like holding a perfume kind of scandally over their like nether regions. And it got taken down for that. I was like, that was in a magazine at one point, but it got taken down for that. And I remember crying after being like, well, that was our one chance that it kind of went viral before we were launched for sale. It was a week before. We were like, oh, it's done. Like that was our one shot and it's over. I mean, but thankfully there's been other stuff that's gone. We've figured out how to do. So obviously some you don't get a ton of views on, but the other ones you do. And it's just like a balance, so. That's incredible. The things that we learned as an entrepreneur is about social media. That's incredibly frustrating, but incredibly, like I was getting ready to open up TikTok to look at the video, so I will not harp on that. But something I did notice in your Instagram bio, talking about old school, I feel old school talking about Instagram, that you donate 5% to LGBT Center NYC. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, for sure. I think so when we were building... 4am. So much of it was focused on especially our branding and like it's very nightlife inspired. And one thing that we wanted to make note of is that so much of nightlife, especially in New York, but just generally has been inspired by queer spaces. And so we wanted to make sure that we were giving back to a community that had given back so much to the brand. And so that was really and we got connected to someone there. And so now that's kind of the commitment we made as a brand. And it's something that we've really, and, and the same thing goes with like, especially who we send to. We send to a bunch of people in that community. I think almost every brand should have a focus of giving back in some way. It's just like, we didn't build 4am just for us. We built it for a community and we also wanted to be able to give back while doing so. And I think it really ties into the fact too, that when we were building the brand, it was 
because we were tired of people in wellness telling us how to be and we wanted to be unapologetically ourselves in a way and so inspiring that every single person in that community is so brave to be apologetically themselves every single day. And that is really at the core of 4AM, what we are, who we want to be, our branding. It's it's really this idea of you can be whoever you want to be to have a skincare routine, to be in beauty. No one should tell you who you are in beauty. You can come to the brand however you are and we'll accept you and we'll be this community in this place for you to thrive and with us. And we really want to uplift everyone and everyone's voices. So I think that's another strong commitment that we have to this message. I love that. I think that's so important and giving back is important and being able to celebrate someone's identity and nurturing that is absolutely incredible. I can't even believe that how fast this time is going. You know what I'm really struck by is how is it to be a student and launch a skincare brand at the same time? How do you do that? Uh, A lot of coffee and lack of sleep and probably fledgling mental health, to be honest. But it's been crazy. I will say, I don't know if this is like the best thing, but I do think COVID almost gave me the ability to work on 4am more so than I would have if I was going in person to classes. And especially because so many people have gotten comfortable with Zoom and Zoom meetings and things like that. I can go from a class to a meeting for 4am to a call with Jade to another branding meeting to another investor meeting or something like that. And being able to sit at my desk, I'm actually sitting in the office where I spend 16 hours of my day every single day for 4am and for med school, but being able to just jump back and forth so easily with everything being just on my computer has made running both simpler in a way and feasible where before, you know, if I had to be in New York for a meeting, I couldn't go or I had to drive to school. I That would be 20 minutes that I could be taking for a meeting or something like that. And my Google Calendar is definitely my best friend, but it has definitely been difficult. I will not say that it has been an easy path. There are times where I'm definitely overwhelmed by the amount of work that needs to be done. But I think just being able to balance, you know, okay, this week I have less for 4am. I'm going to study more, study ahead. This week, if something's blowing up with 4 a.m., I know that I'll pull back some of my med school stuff and I'll continue on maybe next week when I have more time and just being flexible and not getting down on myself too much. If, you know, one week I don't do something for 4 a.m. or I don't do something for school and just trying to be kind to myself as much as possible with the amount of work that I have put on myself. Which is also why it's good that you have a co-founder. Definitely. I will say Jade has been my rock throughout this entire process and the weeks where I can't do something. I'll just throw it onto her and send her a barrage of 16 frantic texts. And she's like, calm down. It's fine. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, I think the power of having a co-founder is exactly that because it's half also managing yourself to make sure that you can push through instead of taking on the weight of the world by yourself. Definitely. And I think too, Jade and I have actually talked about this in the past with each other, but the funniest thing is that it worked so well that I knew a lot about skincare and Jade kind of came to it fresh and not knowing that much about the space. So we kind of check each other in this way where sometimes I'll go, you know, so into the ingredients or get so involved into talking about something and she'll pull me back and restrain me a little bit and say, okay, let's think about the consumer and talk about, you know, what they need to hear rather than what you think, you know, they might know already. So it's been a really great marriage of both of us on that end. Yeah. And I can't remember when was the last, I think someone said, I think it might've been a different podcast we were doing, or I can't for an interview or something, 
but they had talked about a lot of co-founders. They found that that's a really good mix of someone who's an expert in the space and someone who's maybe like more generalist, who's maybe knows about like running a business or whatever that may be, but is in this very specific niche that they're focused on is less, they're not every day in that because you kind of need both sides of, yes, you need to have the best person at kind of building this thing, but you also have to make sure that it's actually usable for the everyday customer or the everyday person who's not familiar and isn't doing this 24 seven. So yeah, that's been, I think, really helpful. Now I know a lot about skincare. So yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm like not knowledgeable, but I think coming from a perspective of someone who doesn't want to do a ton of skincare is totally, I think, I mean, that was both of us, both Sabrina and I, but it was for different reasons. But also I think it's what Sabrina was saying from a co-founder perspective to have someone who is like the subject matter expert, if you will, and then you have someone that can be focused on business or operations or can also be the person that needs to learn about it. It keeps you grounded to make sure that you're meeting what the consumers need. That's incredible. You've re-excited me about 4AM. I can only imagine what the people listening to this are going to think also. So I'm sure everybody's as excited about 4AM skincare as I am. If they want to find you besides the website, where else can they find you? So we're on Instagram and TikTok at the number 4AM skin on both channels. My Instagram is at sabsade, S-A-B-S-A-D-E. Mine's at Jade Beglin, J-A-D-E-B-E-G-U-E-L-I-N on both Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> Very hard to <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Really enjoyed talking to you and learning so much about 4AM. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network. And find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.